Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Russ Baker with us, a family of secrets, one of his best-selling books. He's the author of this investigative book. He's written for major news organizations all around this planet. He's the founder and editor-in-chief of the groundbreaking news site whowhatwhy.org or .com. It takes you there which specializes in digging into stories that the mainstream media hardly touches. And, Russ, welcome back to the show. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, George. Always good to be here. Why are we so fascinated, and I am, with the JFK assassination? You know, I always think about that because there, there are so many reasons. It's so profound. It touches every aspect of our being. To me, this is the story that unlocks the potential to understand who we really are, the world we really live in, uh, and the possibilities that are in front of us that we never really seem to grasp. Are we naive to think that we're living on a planet, uh, in a country that is uh, so wholesome? I believe we are, uh, and I have to say, and, and let me say, I am proud to be American. I of love course. to live here, and I realize it's a great privilege. But this country is not perfect, and we've done lots of terrible, terrible things. We're doing them right now. We've got wars going on all over the world. We benefit with, uh, frankly, an artificially high standard of living uh, at the expense of other people elsewhere. And we don't talk about any of this. We can't hear about it, and we are constantly being uh, pressured to get in line uh, and to do what we're told. And this is the story that breaks us free. What got you interested in the JFK case? Well, you know, George, I was working on a book about the Bush family. It became uh, my bestseller, Family of Secrets. I was just uh, really trying to understand how we got into this Iraq mess where we were lied into this tremendous conflict where so many people died. Uh, and as I was digging into it, I discovered that there were things about George W. Bush I didn't know. They led to his father, George H.W. Bush. I began realizing we didn't know that much about him. And I said, wow, we don't know a lot about people who've been president of the United States. And so as I dug into the father, I uh, learned that he couldn't remember where he was on November 22, 1963, where George H.W. Bush, Bush 41, was. He could not remember. And I said, wow. I know. That's, that's truly amazing. How old would he have been then? I think he was 43 years old. 43 years old, and he doesn't remember where he was. I can understand if you were three, and even then a three-year-old might remember where they were. I was 13, Russ. I was in the English uh, class. I found my teacher a couple months ago. We put her on the air. It was really emotional for us. I mean, uh, just I remember being in the class. I'm 13 years old. She walks in. Her name was Nancy Leonard. She walks in crying, telling us that the president was killed. And we're 13 years old. You know, it doesn't register with a kid like that. And then we get home, and I saw my parents crying, and I'm, I'm, I realize, geez, this is awful. And I went through that entire week, that weekend, 
of uh, Oswald getting shot and that that whole situation. It was awful. Absolutely, and uh, I remember where I was, and I was, uh, I think, five, you know, and so I became interested in knowing not only why he couldn't remember where he was, but where was he, and so I spent years on this, and what I discovered totally shifted uh, what what that book was supposed to be. I've got five chapters in Family of Secrets just on uh, Bush Sr. and where he was, and what I learned, um, and we don't have the time to go into it all here, but what I learned was that the reason he was picked as uh, president, vice president, CIA director, was that he had a secret past working in the CIA, that he was, in fact, in Dallas on November 22, that that week he had met with Alfred Omer, the head of CIA uh, uh, plots, coups, and assassinations, who had been living abroad, who had left the agency around the same time that John F. Kennedy fired Alan Dulles uh, and uh, some other key people, uh, and that this man had come into the Dallas area for some reason the week that Kennedy was killed, and there he was meeting with George H.W. Bush. All of these other key figures in the CIA were in Dallas either just before it or at the time. Uh, it's very, very clear that people who would all assemble for the coups in Guatemala and Iran and all these other places had assembled once again. And I said, my God, if we can have a president of the United States who had some kind of knowledge or awareness of the assassination of a prior president, we are in big trouble here. And not remember where he was. So let me yeah, well, ask. Not, rem- not remember where he was, George, and also the media doesn't care. This is the thing that drives me bananas. Yes, the you're right. The media does not care. I, I have 1,200 footnotes in that book. I interviewed hundreds of people, maybe, I don't know, a thousand people doing all of this work. I've got all those credentials the Columbia School of Journalism, New York Times, blah, blah, blah. And when I touch this particularly sensitive topic, they say, it is too big. It's it's amazing. They're more concerned about groping than they are this incredible story. What do you think the furor would be if if President Bush said, "I was in Dallas at that time"? What 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 would happen? What would people try to conclude? You know, I I, I think the worry is that everything would just grind to a halt. Uh, you know, the 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 the. the Part of the role of the media in this country, and, and by the way, the reason I founded Who, What, Why was because when I would write for these other places, and by the way, I just want to be clear, just as I'm proud to be an American despite the imperfections, I'm also proud to be a journalist despite the imperfections. I huh. think journalism is not fake news, and I think that by and large, uh, we do get fairly good, accurate reporting about lots of things. Where they, where they won't go is on the really big scary stuff. That's, of course, why we love you and your program, because you'll go there. But I'll go there. W- oh, yeah. They won't go there, George. They cannot go there. It's too scary. It's too immobilizing. If you were to tell people, listen, this whole game is rigged. You've got a fairly small number of people. When they get to the top, they want to stay there, and they don't want you there. <laughs> and that's the story. And the, these people, by and large, will stop at nothing to get what they want. That's the real story. That's what the Kennedy assassination story is about. Of course, I want to talk about John F. Kennedy, the man, and how we, uh, the, the, the media, the, the famous historians, the uh, uh, academic institutions, have basically buried 
What a man of consequence he was. What a radical he was, really. Uh, uh, what an extraordinary individual he was. This has been buried, and so we don't get, we do get the small picture. I think we get the small picture about, you know, uh, hurricanes and about lots of things that are going on in real time. Mm-hmm. But also what we get, George, is the big lie about all of the really, really big consequential, scary things. Absolutely. And and back to Bush for just a second. The fact that he publicly says he doesn't remember where he was and everybody believes he was in Dallas, what does that tell you, Russ? Well, this is the, this is the total disconnect and the total denial. I mean, you know, when I've brought this up on, on mainstream uh, platforms, they just stare at me. <laughs> Literally, just stare at me. You, you know, you you come back with something. They just stare at me, and then they say we have to go to a break. You know, what what could you possibly say about that? Because that is so disturbing. That is, I mean, to me, that's like the biggest story of my life. And you know, and I covered the you know the Berlin Wall, the former Yugoslavia, uh, you know, the kind of, the situation in Burundi and Rwanda. I mean, I covered all these terrifyingly uh, huge and consequential stories. There's nothing like this. It just gets knocked right out of the box because what happens is when we start saying, hey, we, we have acknowledged that the CIA and the U.S. military did go secretly around the world and destabilize and remove democratically elected governments and kill people, that there is no reason to believe that they don't do it here. Then we have to start looking, and I think you've talked to, with me about these things, the Boston Marathon bombing, those two kids, mm-hmm. and the fact that their uncle was married into the top levels of the CIA, uh, the, uh, the guy in Florida, the shooter there, you know, the fact that... In the nightclub, were- right. Yeah, he worked for a giant military contracting company. I mean, there's there's no accountability on any of this stuff. We don't know what any of these things really mean. And I don't want to feed into the idea that in every case there's more to the story, but the uh you know, the the implications of a system where we go to war everywhere and we turn so many of our fine young people into killing machines uh, and where uh, the wealthiest and most powerful will stop at nothing to, to, get a, to get ahead. These are the kind of things we have to talk about. This, these are the kind of things that are going to set us free and get us back to being the kind of country we once thought we were. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.